Dan, really good to see you here at uh, Media Day. Napa Racing, first of all. Wow, big name coming in. What an exciting time for you to come back into the series. It is. It's very exciting. Um, you know, there's a lot of positivity around in the motor-based camp. Um, you know, Napa, you only have to look at their history in motorsport, what they've done in the States and how much they support motorsport to know that this is going to be an exciting program. Um, and in those initial talks uh, with Pete, when he said who it was going to be, it was kind of a no-brainer that I wanted to be involved in this program, um, not just this year, but for the coming years. I think it's going to be super exciting, um, and I think it's going to be it's going to be great for for British motorsports to have such a fantastic name. On the installation uh, day, which you had recently, straight out of the box, as the cliche goes, you were quick. Yeah, I think we we feel good in the car. Me and Ash are working well together. Um, you know, we've got a fair bit of experience between us. Um, and yeah, just the, the car showed potential last year. It's, it's, it's a good car and it's had more work over the winter, um, a bit more investment, you know, thanks to the help of Napa. And, and we've got a really good team around us. Um, so yeah, we're, we're working to make sure it's the best possible package we can, we, we can have under us. Um, and yeah, you know, I think, I think that at the front, it's kind of much of a muchness. I, I think it's, it comes down to the day. It comes down to getting the best out of the equipment on the day, but there's, there's very little in it. Um, you know, I've got, the Honda memory bank as it were and and it feels fairly similar in, in, in all the right all the right ways so um, so yeah we're confident that you know we'll be in the mix somewhere near the sharp end you had a phenomenal season last season in the Porsches um, and now you've jumped back into front wheel drive and on the money straight away you've obviously you know ret- like you say remain, retain that memory bank from your time in the Honda yeah, um, I don't think I was quite out of it long enough, really. And I actually, you know, even the first time when I came from rear-wheel drive to front-wheel drive, um, I made the transition fairly quickly. I, I actually um, managed to get on, on with it and, and understood it, and, and off we went. Um, the, the real thing about coming touring car racing is, is the racing. Um, no matter how much you've done before, nothing prepares you for those for opening few races. Um, they're basically a blur. Um, and it takes you till middle of the season, uh, if not three quarters of a season, to kind of see where you fit and, and to get um, a handle on that so um, and I think that's for any, any rookie I think it's hard to come in and just sort of um, you can be fast you know I was nearly on pole for my debut but um, god I got beat up a lot you know and that's just <laughs> the way it is in touring cars and then soon it's somebody else's go so but no um, you know last year was a fantastic season going back to, to win a third title is something I'm very proud of and, and yeah you know I think also showing that I can jump between front and rear is, is a real um, you know string to my bow as it were so uh, yeah happy um, everybody is having to learn the new hybrid system how that affects the car how race strategy is going to change how have you got on with it so far I mean looking at, looking at your times obviously very well but ha- the, the overall hybrid package yeah you? I mean ours has been um, touch wood that's in front of me very reliable um, you know we installed it the guys at Motorbase spent a lot of time with it and even though not all the parts were came through at once as they did for any team but we did have the majority to understand how to plumb it incorrectly and get his head around it and also our data guy Tom did a lot of work on the dash and to make sure that it's showing the right information at the right time um, and from the moment that we kind of switched it on at Snetterton a couple of weeks ago, mine's been really good. And um, I've enjoyed using it. It works exactly as it should. Um, and I think it's going to do exactly as is intended. I think it'll spice the racing up just the right amount. It'll do a good job of replacing the old weight in a more modern, hmm. tech-friendly, um, you know, planet-friendly way. So, uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, I think it's a, nice, a nice addition. Um, I just hope that everyone finds it 
you know, I, ho- I hope we have no issues and, and we can get on with the racing. Really. Mm. I know in your motorsport news piece you were explaining something which I don't think a lot of people realise, but is there a number of factors before that little light comes on that says you can use uh, the Yeah, boost? so it has to meet certain parameters. So third gear or above, you have to be going at least 120 uh, kilometres an hour. Uh, and you have to have at least uh, 40%, I believe it is, throttle application. So if you don't meet all those parameters, it basically won't let you press the button. Um, if you try and press the button a little bit too early in terms of speed, it locks you out for a couple of seconds. So it's almost like a bit of a punishment for trying to get on it a bit too soon. And there are places, so Donington, for example, um, cops, I think, is it, is, um, not cops, I'm trying to think what it is, onto the back straight there, um, after McLean's, um, you know, it's fourth gear and you can, you're trying to press the button really as quick as you possibly can. Um, you know, the second you see the light come on to say go, you're, you're trying to get at the button. So I actually had, a, I'm sure some of the drivers probably say the same, that um, you end up pressing the button so hard. It doesn't matter how hard you press it, you don't go any faster. <laughs> but it's amazing how you try to bury your finger through the uh, the steering wheel to give you that extra little bit of performance. So. What's it like when you, you press the button? Is it, is it a bit like the wacky races? You, you, you get that thing where your cheeks all wobble and you... Yeah, it's like the Millennium Falcon when it uh, goes into light speed. No, it's, um, you know what, I... I, I I'd, I'd heard that it was going to be almost like a placebo effect, that you weren't going to feel anything. And to be honest, you know, the, the timesheet might show a slight improvement, but you're not really going to notice as a driver. And, and I sort of told myself that. And actually, I was pleasantly surprised. I think I, I actually found it much better than I expected, which was nice in a way, because, um, you know, I came out of the experience actually quite buoyed by it. And like, oh, I actually enjoyed that. Whereas I'd got into it thinking, oh, this isn't going to be, I'm not going to feel much here. But... Yes, if you redline every gear, you're not going to feel its full effects because you're already sort of giving the engine all it's got and you don't really notice it that much. You just hit the limiter quicker, so you know it's doing something. Um, but if you labour the engine in, in a lower gear, like you know, put it in fifth at a slower speed, plant your foot and just in that, you know, it takes a bit of time to pick up. If you press the button in that moment, you really feel it start to pick you up and, and move you along. It's a bit like you've sort of just been lifted up by a strong breeze and shoved down the track so it's it's um it's doing something it's worth having there's one argument that says that the hybrid system coming in is going to be a leveler Mm. the flip side of that is that it's going to separate out the i don't know how to say this the thinking driver the one who can do the strategy bit as well as be quick is that fair yeah, I think so. I think there's going to be a bit more for us to do as drivers. You know, we've there's always been a bit of strategy in touring cars. To, to certainly, if you're trying to put a championship challenge together, you know, there's 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 ways to win races and there's ways to win championships in in this game. So, but for sure, there's going to be a bit more conversation with your engineer, understanding who's around you, what have they got, what haven't they got, um, and yeah, strategy during the race, knowing. You're not going to know who's pressed it and who hasn't and how much they've got left, but you're going to have to be quite coy in how you use it. Um, and yeah, I, I think it will. It is a lever in some ways, but also, you know, the bigger teams with a bit more investment can have a bit more time on it and understand it a bit better. And you know, maybe that just also just going to separate it apart a little bit. You know, it's another added complication to um, you know cars that are already quite quite complicated at times. And you know, you'd like to think that you know reliability is going to be a key as well. You know, keeping them in prime condition, making sure that they, we can get the best out of them, will be will be a key factor. So, yeah, I think we're we're in a strong place. Um, you know, we've we've done a lot of work with it already, and um, I feel confident that no one's going to have much more of a handle on it than what we've got. 
you will know better than anybody, including all of the, the many thousands of fans that uh, that follow you, that you were within spitting distance of getting your hand on the title not so long ago, uh, all but I think for a break failure, wasn't mm. it? Is this the season when the engraver puts Dan Kamish's name on that, <laughs> that um, trophy? I hope so. I'd love to say yes, it would be, but um, you know, I'm, I'm a I'm kind of a realist in the way I go about anything, and I think. I, I believe that I will be in the mix at the end to win this championship. Am I going to win it? I can't tell you that. I can tell you that I'll be close, I think, um, because I don't see why I wouldn't be. Uh, if we do everything that we know we can and we uh, avoid certain pitfalls, and I've learned so much over the last few years. I think one thing that I probably did learn from what happened that year is that there's no kind of shortcut to success in this game. It takes a lot of, you need a lot of luck alongside um, you know, your results and it just want my time. It wasn't going to give me it. Let me get there too early. So, I believe there's a championship in me, um, and I'm, you know, hopefully it comes sooner rather than later. But, yeah, you know, there's a, a 28 other guys out there who are also uh, also want their hands on that trophy. So, but yeah, um, yeah, I think I've got a very good chance. Um, and I think, like I say, it, putting a championship together is is not always as straightforward as just winning races you've got to know when to attack defend when it's not your day and when to just recover some points and move on to the next one and that's that all comes with experience um, um, you know and last year that's how I won a championship you know ultimately maybe not the fastest guy at times uh, for one reason or another but I've learned to pick points up and my bad days were still third or fourth whereas their bad days were sat watching at the side and that's that you can't win a championship if you if you sat watching it. I think the the prospect of you and Ash in the same team dueling with each other for I, I, I suspect a lot of people would put a pound on the two of you being there or thereabouts at the end of the season is uh, a really uh, it's just a juicy prospect the best yeah. way I can put it it really is yeah, I mean, it's I exciting you as well I think, it is it? it is and I think that's something that's really um, you know it's going to be great you know I, I joined the team before Ash did and um, you know when I found out Ash was going to be in it it was almost at the first I was like wow really this is going to be fun and then over time you sound like okay I, this this is going to be a good thing um, because he, he brings with him a wealth of experience he's super fast and I'm in quite a good place now, and I joke to people about it because they sort of say, "Oh, Kamish, you know, how's Kamish going to get up, going against Ash? You know, he's going to get well beat." Or actually, some people say, "No, he's, he'll be a lot closer than people think." And Ash has got a reputation as being the best touring car driver in this country. Um, you know, I think certainly among the fans. So if I beat Ash, well, then that's going to be really good for me. And if I don't beat Ash and I finish behind him, then I'll be the second best touring car driver in the country. <laughs> so that can't be too bad. So I, I sort of see it as a positive either way. And it's a chance to go up against Ash in a, the same car, um, you know, which is thoroughly exciting. And I think we'll, uh, we're going to push each other forward and hopefully we can push each other clear of the rest and then we'll, we can worry about each other later in the year. It's going to be a cracking season. Have a good one, Dan. Cheers. Right, uh, last thing we need to do now, a little bit of fun, start the season off. There are six cards in front of you which uh, have questions on them which you can't see because they're face down. Choose three, read out the question, okay. give me your answer. I'll choose number one, number three, and number six, why not? Okay, so number one. Who has been the most important influence on your racing career and why? 
Um, well, firstly, my dad, Peter. Without question, without him, I doubt I ever would have started. Um, he was just a big fan of motor racing growing up. He didn't ever race himself. He had a little go at go-karting about the time I was born, but that was never going to work out when you got a newborn. And, um, and yeah, as soon as I was old enough to have a go myself, he couldn't wait. Um, I actually got out of racing, not many people know, but I started at eight and got out of it again. Didn't really enjoy it that much at that age. I was okay on my own, driving around, um, but I didn't like the actual racing side. I mean, when you see some of these kids at eight, how fearless they are and what they can do in a car, it's incredible. I kind of wasn't ready for it. Luckily, I got another go at 12, and I must have remembered something, because um, I went to, <laughs> it was a birthday party, and I must have lapped my friends about four times, and I thought, <laughs> my dad said, would you like another go? And I said, yeah, I would actually, and I've been doing it ever since. <laughs> so uh, very thankful to him for all his support all these years, and um, yeah, he still comes to every, every race. Um, the other person involved uh, that's had been a massive effect the last few years is Tim Harvey, probably. You know, he, that year that I started Porsche's 2015, it was Tim's sponsor and Tim's advice that got me into that seat. And that kind of changed my career around because I think at the end of 2014, my career had kind of, uh, well, what, what, it, couldn't even call it a career back then. It was a hobby that had kind of ran its course. I'd run out of, um, certainly ran out of, of opportunities yeah. and Tim saw me win a race in Crow Cup and changed my whole career around and here we are today talking to yourself so Excellent. yeah he's uh, been a big effect That's good. one down two to go uh, number six when was the last time you told a lie ooh I don't know about a lie <laughs> a white lie a fib an untruth daily yeah yeah um, <laughs> bent the truth slightly um, I couldn't tell you I try not to but um, honestly couldn't tell you Maybe that says don't drop yourself I, in. I will, it's good. I will <laughs> it. Number three, if you could, what song would you play in the car on your green flag lap? Ah, I don't know. Something to get me going, I guess. I'm one of those drivers that kind of, I need, I need bringing up, not calming down. You know, there's there's different drivers out there. Some some are wired and they they need a calming <laughs> hand before they take the starting light. Whereas, I'm sometimes I'm too too laid back. I'm almost horizontal, so I need a, something a bit of energy. Any particular? Who's on, um, your who's on your playlist? You know, my playlist is so varied, it's ridiculous. <laughs> is it a really embarrassing playlist? I, yeah, it is, it's shocking. <laughs> I'm a big fan of 80s music, so anything anything from the 80s, any, any 80s pop and I'll be, uh, I'll be up and dancing. Fantastic, have a great season. Cheers, thank Cheers, you. Cheers, Dan.